When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, guys. Key, you will be an R&B singer. If you you can choose any music, you will be an R&B singer. I can see you, like, making yourself sweat before you even came out on set. You know what I mean? Just to, to give that glistening look. So it pops. I, I don't know. I don't know that I would be an R and B singer. Really, you got a lot of R and B vibes. Like if you put them the no, extra I chapstick. I, I probably do. You know? but I got a lot of switch up game just in general in life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, definitely. You're running. You're doing the miss before you go on the set. Like. No, I probably. I'm so. I'm so creative and stuff, Jay. Yeah. I might prefer to be more of a rock star. I don't. You know I don't see that. You're not as active. Like no, you're that's not, not true. If I need to be. If you need to be. Yeah. I don't see rock. I don't see rock. See, you don't see don't rock see because you see me as me. No, no, because it's, you're, you're, uh, it's too laid you're back. You're too laid back. Yeah. You're too, too much Cali. Too laid back. Yeah, too laid back. I'm going to be a laid rockers, back. Man. I'm a West Coast laid back rock star. So you guys are from like the 70s, <laughs> Alan Yates says You can do that in the 70s. You doing soft rock? You doing soft rock? I just threw a blank in my My man. Man, my... How, how, where's my brain? I, I don't know. You got to do oh, your brain. God, man. Good uh, thing to take it with you. <laughs> you should wake up and have it with you. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> now we're waiting on, know, we're waiting on some rock star from the oh West Coast. Oh, my God. Rock. Ah, he's my man. And I know this you, is the best part. He's your boy, too. I know you know him. You no, see he, him. If he's my, look, if he's my boy, <laughs> you're we're out all in crap. trouble <laughs> in the world. Because <He's>, well. <laughs> if he's my boy, that means... That I done died, came back to earth, died yeah. again. Come on, Max Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Oh, Kurt Cobain? No. No, no yeah, definitely not. Uh, definitely not Nirvana. Uh, brother. Definitely not. Oh, God, oh, my yeah. brain. Oh, wait. Now I got to Google Seattle brother. <laughs> brother soft rock. Oh, is that what I need man. to Google? I mean, the only guy who comes to mind Seattle. is Hootie and the Blowfish, right? <laughs> Seal? You got a little seal in you. Seal? No. Stop. <laughs> 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 No, it's going. What? Where's my brain Bro, at? Hold on, let me see. Oh, see, why Seattle. did this happen? Eight Am eight eight. Say yes, Pierre. Where's Key's brain Man, at? Where's anybody see Key's brain? Max, you got a little like it's Bon Jovi in you, like Jersey. Bon no, that's little, not me. Yeah, you got a little. I got no Jersey. Jimi Hendrix, my brain. Oh, Jimi Hendrix. I'm like, yeah, you got. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you don't got all the beads on, and you know what I mean. You I got don't beads. Seem like you're from I got beads and stuff. But you no. ain't earthing. You ain't like that in tune with nature. What you like mean? Jimi Hendrix. No. Yeah, you know. Why are you trying to stretch? You can barely get your leg up. No, I didn't want to knock down the mic. No, I was showing you, Jay. I'm walking around. With you no got, shoes on. Oh, for crying first out off, loud. Nasty off, see, this studio is, This is why I know you, you got problems, boy. Like, oh. You didn't play. Don't put they your got feet you, on Jay, national Jay, TV. They got them. They got them. They got them. Boy, don't put your feet on national TV if you ain't got oh, no lotion got, on the ankles or nothing. Jay, Jay. I don't, Jay, I don't care. Jay, boy, on been the in the desert with those ankles? Oh. 
<laughs> Damn. Where what? you been in the desert? <laughs> the desert with those ankles. These dudes what? take off their shoes on the plane. I don't plane. know why I no, didn't chalk last I night. I couldn't come up with the name. Yeah, but Jimi Hendrix. Jimmy Jimmy yeah, Hendrix. I, come on. Yeah, Max, who, I, who would you yeah. be? Who would I be? We're we playing. What rock star would we be? Wait, no, we're not a rock star. I don't think you're a rock star. All right. We're going to hurry up. You're, like, you're like one of those like political like white rappers. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Political white rapper. Yeah, no, no, yeah, he's like, right. You know what I mean, like, my bro- be- yeah, my brother and I had when we See? we had a record deal and we only got to we only put out the one, but the idea was that that we did like have logic. political but stuff. I, but like I just didn't logic. want to put it out at first. You're like an yeah. older logic. Yeah. You but know I need mean? to know what's a political white rapper, Jay, because I don't know one. I don't, I don't know one be? either. I, it just it just flowed. But he hit it though. Jay hit it. Yeah, it felt right because early on in hip hop there was a lot more of that like. Conscious rap, right? That's how yes, a lot of it started. Yes, yeah. Vanilla Ice type. Is that what you? No, that, that wasn't. That wasn't political. No. <laughs> no, I mean you. You know, boy. Yeah, I said Eminem. Yeah, and me. I'm Fire yeah. Festival, so it's all good. We got I see. it. I see. Yeah. All right, so let's there move we along. Before what Frank superhero calls? would you be? All right, look. <laughs> Speaking of superheroes, so so Bradley Beal's uh, name has been bandied about recently because he has uh, a. Big numbers on his contract coming up, plus a no-trade clause, um, meaning that his – meaning what you have to give up for him probably won't be what you would normally have to give up for a player of his caliber who's still more or less in his prime, right? Damn, Jay. Because they – Key, I came in the league at the wrong time, Key. The no-trade clause limits – where he can go, thereby depressing the number of potential teams, of, of buyers, right? And then the high price tag. So, people, so, so that makes him a really interesting guy to watch because some team is probably going to, if they can trade for him, is going to scoop him up for less than he's worth. Can, can, we, can, can, can we start crazy. here? Let, let's Because we're going to get into a lot today. There's a lot popping off today. But let, <laughs> let's, let's compartmentalize it for one second. Before we get into what team Bradley Bill fits around, I want to talk about what kind of player Bradley Bill is. Because mm-hmm. we had a pre-show meeting. I think Bradley Bill is a top 20 player in the league. I think he is, right. he is a gem that people, if you don't watch the Washington Wizards, if you don't like pay attention to basketball, you don't understand the greatness and the potential that if this dude were on the main stage night in, night out, We'll be talking about him at the caliber we talk about other players like James Harden, uh, Jason Tatum potentially. Uh, we, we, we will be talking about him at that level. He is that type of player. Tatum, he is one of, he is one of ten. Tatum level player? He is one of ten players in the league to play at least 50 games, to average at least 23 points per game, to shoot 50% from the field, dude. Mm-hmm. 50% but from the field. Tatum. On a bad team. On a bad team, it ain't it ain't that far off. No, I, I it's very close. It's similar. But let's let like a offensively, lot of times, it might be more prolific than a, Jason Tatum. A lot of times, people will do this because you you put your eyeballs on a guy. You're like, damn man, it doesn't get much better than that, right? But even you just said top twenty. That's awesome. But uh, like, so I'll do a star system, right? Say five stars, you're an MVP caliber player. Four, you're an All Star. Three, you're you're a starter. Two, you're a rotation piece. One, you're replaceable, right? If you think he is not four star, he's more than that. I don't five star. I, no, I've I think never he, heard I think anyone he's more, say he's a. I think he's more than four star. I think he's, so like he's four, four plus. I think he's like four point six, four point seven, four point six or seven. Yes. He, if you if you yes. if you if you take Bradley Bill and you swap him out 
with Tatum and you put him on Boston, Ooh. you're probably in the same situation. Yes, sir. And that, may, and that means he becomes yes. an MVP type but Tatum's player long. because He's he has other people. He has other people around him. You don't have anything in Washington. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there. And if you're not watching, like Jay say, you just think, okay, he's scoring some points. Okay, he's cool. His step back game is sick. Yeah, and and he and John like, Wall were. I mean, you know, but they didn't. It wasn't like they were popping up in the finals. Tatum and Jalen Brown kids, have man. been in the conference finals but almost were, every year of their you career. Remember though, hold on one sec. Though, yeah, Max, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, Jack, key, go ahead. He was kids. They was kids, and then and then Wall got hurt. Mm-hmm. They were kids. So when you say, well, they wasn't popping up in the finals, they was twelve years old. Yeah, but I, I get it. I'm saying you want to be like. Um, there's a sense that like you want to be like a morally upright about a dude like this, right? Like, and give him his props. But I don't think anyone would take him instead of Jason Tatum. I think everyone, everyone you talk to would take Jason Tatum over him. So, like, well, because, to say well, he's, well, he's 29 years old. Jason yeah. Tatum's 25 years old. And the, much the, taller the runway and is different. And, and better defensively. Yeah, but I'm just talking about where we are right now in the game of basketball. You, you put him on the Miami Heat, I'm giving him a way better chance to oh, beat yeah, Denver. Oh, of course. Wait, and course. by the way, Jimmy's not the lead dog. Bam isn't the lead dog. Oh, Bradley Bill right. is the lead dog. He's best offensive player. Yeah. Like, you put him on. I mean, he might be the lead dog on Boston. And he and he's He might be the lead the dog on Boston. No. Yes. Over Jason Tatum on yes, offense? Yes, I'm trying to tell you. Yes. I'm saying, depending upon who you built the system around, like, that, that has a lot to do with it. But he won't give you just as many points as Jason Tatum. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's I agree I, with that. That's why sure. I said. That's why I just said. That's why I said. If you swap them out for whatever reason, there's no Tatum on Boston. You might be in the same situation. You I think could a little. Be in the same I think if, if if you ask people, it was the uh, look. It's not against Bradley Beal. He's an awesome player. But if the arrow goes up, down, or stays the same, you swap Tatum out for Beal. It goes down. Defense gets a little worse, and 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 offensively, Tatum is a lot offensively, a lot. When you and look Brad, at Bradley, Bradley Beal, you Beal's say, could he be? A lot? It, it's not that he's not. If you say, can Bradley Beal be the best player, best offensive player on a championship team? Yeah, yeah. You probably need yes. two other dudes right at his level, if not on offense, in some way. Tatum, you look at him, you might only need one other dude more or less on his level. Like Tatum and Brown came pretty close to chipping up. They got to Game Six of the Finals. Actually. I can't wait to tell you how wrong you are on that. No, no, no. I, I, I will you next. You get him first. Jay, I, I'll follow no, you. No, no. Go ahead, Key. No, you get him. Go. go I, he, he you can, get. he can definitely be a lead dog. He can be a guy that scores you twenty five points per game. I agree. Like if you have the right pieces, right. So don't. But I'm not look, saying there that. are different ways. Jimmy Butler got. Jimmy Butler was the lead dog on the team. Like would you, would you? I mean, would you have said that about Jimmy Butler? You would have said never. He got himself to an NBA Finals two out of the past four years. I would have never predicted he would get and there. He got as the there. best player, and on he the got team. there. But right? he's also a very good defensive player. Uh, agreed, but that debunks your prediction. No, because it's a, because your best player is a two way player in Jimmy Butler at a high level. But I can Bradley Beal's p- offense is better than Jimmy Butler's. Okay, but I can have pieces. I mean, Jamal Murray was hidden off defensively. Sure. That's why you had KCP. That's why you have Bruce Brown. Sure. So, it, once again, it's how you construct your team and your roster, right? Like, it has a, a really Wait, big I'm not way. saying I'm saying Bradley Beal could be the best offensive player on a championship team. I think if that is the case, you need a little bit more than you would if Jason Tatum was the best offensive player because Tatum also brings defense and size. He just brings a little more to the table. I think that's fair to say. I don't think that's a I, I don't want to get bogged down into take. a comparison between Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal. My, my original take was that he's a top 20 player in the league. Yeah, dude. 20. He, and, and, like, and by the way, when he's more in the mainstream, it could be a lot higher. 
I would love for you to make a list, uh, one to uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, maybe I can Go do that. Go one to Bradley Beal. Maybe that would be that. interesting. Maybe I can do that. So Bobby Marks had a trade idea, guys. Heat receive Bradley Beal. Wizards receive Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and a 2028 protected top 10 pick. Doesn't seem like a lot for Bradley Beal, but again, the no-trade clause and the contract depress his trade value. Someone's going to get a deal on this guy if they trade for him. I would do that in a heartbeat. If that were to package... In a heartbeat, yeah, of course. Let's go. Of course. Let's go. If you're Miami, let's go. Especially since Miami's built to win now, not in 2028, and boom, just like that, you slide Bradley Beal. But and a lot really of people chance. are going to be in the arms race for Bradley Beal. But the no-trade clause limits the number True. that he can dictate where he's going to go largely. All right, you, you have the perfect landing spot for Bradley yes, Beal, Jay. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So we're going we're gonna to get into Zion Williamson's future in just a bit, but... Jay, you got a landing spot for Bradley Beal that no one else is talking about the, right now. I got the best landing spot. Let's hear. It's the best landing spot in the league, and I guarantee you, if this happens, you, Max Kellerman, will be talking about Bradley Bill very, very differently than your tone right now. My tone is and your tone is, is respectful my right tone now. Is on the your money. tone is respectful right now. I'm just saying, you guys, it's are, going to be you know, elevated. Okay, go ahead. you ready? Yeah. The Golden State Warriors. It makes all the sense in the world. I go back to when Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole and the whole chemistry was just disrupted. I even go back to game six against Sacramento where you saw a line drawn in the sand where literally Jordan was coming off the court. Dre was trying to tell him, yo, keep your head up. It's okay. Jordan was like, get your hand off me, whatever. Walked to the end of the bench. Steph walked by Dre, walked over to Jordan, scolded Jordan Poole, and then came back and dapped up Draymond Green. You got Draymond Green, who's a pivotal piece to them making one last run for this team of a championship with the core together, okay? I think he opts into the contract. Now, what you do with Clay coming off this year is a big-time question. But if you're Golden State and you're trying to extend the runway for Steph's legacy in this continuity system – why do you not think about letting Jordan Poole go? You're already talking about letting Kaminga go, potentially Moses Moody. Now, I don't want to give up that much. I've heard people t- throw in 
potentially Clay Thompson as well with maybe a Kaminga and a Jordan Poole. If you're not sure that Jordan Thompson, uh, that Clay, you want to pay him the supermax moving forward after the last year of his deal, is there a way to make a move for a Bradley Bill with Steph, with Andrew Wiggins, potentially with a guy like Dre? Wiggins another- picks up the slack defensively I'm because you, you are it, losing it, something defensively in the backcourt. Yes, you are. But I mean, with with Clay. And so you're losing yeah, some Clay, length but, in defense, but, see, but Clay is, Clay is Clay, not Clay's what he not was really before the injury you, yeah. at that level that, like he used to. Yeah, it's true. When you say that, though, Jay, you make it sound like Clay didn't have a solid season. No, 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 no. Clay, Clay's had a solid season. I'm thinking about extending the championship yeah, yeah. runway it's a dynamic for Steph. Backcourt. That's a dynamic no, backcourt. And, and, and Bradley in that system, yeah, yeah, they in that system with how they utilize pick and roll, with how they utilize Steph, with their movement, it fits flawlessly, seamlessly. It would explode. So it's an unstoppable back. Oh my god! It makes them younger, and it makes them more efficient, and it makes them more prolific without the drama. So essentially, well, at least for now. Uh, for now. So what you're saying, though, the the two plus million, two hundred plus million dollars that you would have to surrender to Clay, you give that to Bradley Beal, right? And, and that, Jordan Poole. I mean, and jo- you, I mean, yeah, you you put Jordan Poole in the package. Yeah, you put that in the package from a money standpoint. You can move on from from Clay and move on from Jordan Poole. So the money equals out because you got to find a trade partner that has the money. But why and would the, the Wizards is- do it, Jay? Hmm? Because they Why ain't got the no other choice. Because you get a young asset, and then you got Clay, who has one more year left on this deal. It comes off your books, and then you got a young piece. You, you have a young piece, but how, Jordan you, how do you think Jordan Poole is valued in the league right now? Well, I think it's interesting. I, well, if you're Washington, you're going through a rebuild. I might right? prefer so you're looking, you're looking draft for, picks. You know, I might prefer if I'm if I'm Washington, I'm thinking about it. Look, Jordan. I mean, Bradley Beal has a lot of leverage here because of the no trade. So I suppose if he were to say, it's Golden State, what could they possibly do, right? They're going to have to take some package from Golden State. So I guess if Jordan Poole is the centerpiece of it, but if you're a Wizards fan and you're like, okay, we lost Bradley Beal, we got back a package basically centered around Jordan Poole, boy, there better be a lot of draft picks in there. Yeah, I mean, but if you're a Wizards fan, like you want to rebuild, but it's also about like, what are we getting in value? And like, how quickly can money come off our books? Kaminga's interesting because Kaminga's still very young. He's, uh, how old is Kaminga? I, 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 I want to say he's yeah, like 20, 21 years old. You can take Jordan Poole, Kaminga, and some draft picks. You could hey, do it that way. Yeah, you could do it that way. I mean, it's Why a crowded backcourt. Bra- and he's not getting burned now anyway, really, Kaminga, so what's the difference? But if, if you're going to say you're going to have the problem too. anyway, though, Key, about like if you can get Clay on the cheap. Like, can you get that done? Who can who can Golden State get Clay? Absolutely not on not, the cheap. Not, not gonna happen. All right. So then, if you're Joe Lacobs, you're gonna be in the same situation, though, right? Because then this luxury tax thing is a real thing. So it's a real it's a real conundrum for a team that just lost Bob Myers. So now you look at um, you know Joe Lacobs' son and Mike Dunleavy Jr who are now like the de facto GMs of the team, you have big decisions to make I about see, being over the cap. I see, Key, though, why he says Golden State, because the question is when you have two guys making what Steph and Beal would be making, given the new rules in the CBA in terms of salary cap and how hard it is to get three guys, the question is, is that backcourt dynamic enough where you can fill in the pieces with less expensive parts? I think the answer is yes. If you have Steph and Bradley Beal in the same backcourt, that's a lot. That can their, propel you far. Their number, their number is going to be high regardless, though, Jay. 
if, if Golden State's still trying to make a run, their number's going to be high. And what I mean by that yeah. is Wiggins has a high number. Yep, you're right. Clay has you're a right, high Keith. number. Bradley Beal has a high number. Curry has a high number. And if you think for one minute that Draymond Green is just going to opt in for one year and they cool and that's it, that's not going to happen. He's either going to get an extension or he's going to opt out. He ain't just opting in for the sake of being friends with the Golden State Warriors. It's Steph, Beal, Wiggins, and then spare parts. That's the team going forward. That's but if you, it's, if it's you good. Go Steph, it's but, very but, good. But you can't just have those three. doesn't work without what, Dre, though. I was just yeah. – you does not it work out, without you, Dre. You exactly mm-hmm. – better keep what Kaminga and hope he can say. turn into something. Mm. I was exactly going to say that. You cannot do it without Draymond Green. Yeah. No matter what the combination of the three is. And I think a lot of people in throughout the course of the year, based on the punching of pool, took a sour take throughout the course of the season, the regular season, on who Draymond Green was as a player. They forgot that he is a, a, a like the glue that holds everything together. Even though it's Clay's, I mean Steph's team, Draymond is like the godfather of the whole situation. So this is what you got to do, Key, based on you that. Know. I agree with that analysis. You got to bring Dre in and say, look, this is what we're thinking about doing. We think we can solve the Jordan Poole issue and, and propel us into the future if you buy in. Like, and you, and you got to kind of have Dre sign off on the deal, right? And I know it's wild, though, but if you're trying to compete with the Denver Nuggets, like, you have to be scouring the market for a big. Like, I said it joking around after Denver won. I said – They've been able to end small ball. You got to find a guy like a Dwight Howard. Yeah, I knew could, he was that, about to say Dwight. I mean, yeah. look, you get him. You guys are playing over in Taiwan. He's recruiting everybody over in Taiwan right now. So, man, that dude's a thousand years old. What's going to get nine all, minutes but, out of it? Just need a physical to be guy yes, to put on. Yes. You need, and by the way, yes. you need like you need three of those said. guys. You need fouls, Key. You know what I mean? You need fouls. You need space eaters. If you have Dwight Howard, you don't need three of them. Because if you had the original Dwight Howard that was a defensive player of the year. Yeah, but you ain't going to get him. But you're not going to – I don't know where you're going to find him. Right, so that's the point. you got three of those guys that's 18 fouls on Jokic. right? Like, But you're going to have to have something to answer Jokic. There's no doubt about that. But I tell you, I mean, that would be one of the most prolific backcourts the game of basketball has seen. Ever, yeah. Between Steph and Bradley Bill. Because Bradley Beal's I mean, uh, he's not the shooter Clay is, but offensively he can do stuff with the basketball. And yeah. he's he's more of a playmaker. Right, that's what I mean. Clay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a good one. All right, listen. Okay. We're going to get into Zion Williamson's future. Wait, before you Will it be continue, in New before you continue, Max, yeah. I'm not going to snap the paper. Do I have a read? No, no. I did your read. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Nothing. As what far as I can was, see, I did your read before, yep. and now we're. Soon as Key has this, from, all right. Coming up, we're going to talk about for the ones who, Zion. No, should the Pelicans no. trade him? KJM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Uh oh, oh, this is Keyshawn, my Jay, Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> of course, you can hear us on ESPN Radio, also Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right hand corner of the app, scroll down to live radio, find us right there. All right, so we're talking about Bradley Beal, who is one of the hot names on this offseason in terms of the fact that he might be moved and the price might be lower than you would expect based on his no trade clause, which you know, depresses the number of teams, number of buyers, so the price goes down on the trade market, plus his large contract. Just go ahead and give that well, man a 4.5 star. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think he's a five-star player, an MVP, four is an all-star. I think if yeah. you could say he's a perennial all-star, then he's a little more than four. It's not just like he makes an all-star team okay. here and there. I'm glad we're, we're talking So you, you finally up. talked him into yeah. No, I, I said – It took some time, Key, but I got him I said him there. four or five. You guys were higher than that. I think four or five. I think four or five is generous, but okay. Four or five, four, six, four, seven. What's the difference? Four, four two, four, three, four, four, something like that. All right. Now you're negotiating. Should the – well, you know what? Let's end on four, five. Hey, Max, almost said something. We all got fired. No. no. So, so the, other, the other big name is an even bigger name, really, if you're talking about just names, is Zion Williamson. Should the Pelicans consider trading him? They want Scoot, right? Like, do they, what do they want here? Brian Windhorst, what do you give me a look for? I'm, go ahead, man. Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, was on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max yesterday, and this is what he had to say. There's been some feel out there that the Pelicans want to move up in this draft. They have the 14th pick right now, and that they may want to move up in this draft. And I, I think it would be premature to say that they've made any offers of players. I don't want to go that far. But obviously, you don't have to be a next-level genius to realize that if they want to move way up in the draft, you're looking at potentially making Zion Williamson available. That would be a fascinating decision. Mm. But if the Pelicans are serious about moving up, I think it must be something that they're considering. All right, boy. So I, I talk to a lot of people. <laughs> um, and people in very interesting positions mm. surrounding this particular situation. Mm. What I heard the other day didn't really surprise me, but I, I, I heard that Zion Williamson loves basketball, but some people aren't sure that Zion Williamson loves all the work to put into basketball to be the best version of himself. Think conditioning, think working out, things of that sort. With that being said, now if he comes in out of weight again and he does not want to be part of New Orleans, then fine. If that's what Zion Williamson, if he does not want to be there, then you put his name in this trade. If he is telling you that, but if he is not, I truly believe that David Griffin has to do what they did with Joel Embiid. You have to sit it out and wait. You have to keep him. The reality is that Zion has played 114 games in four seasons. Not good. Understood. C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and Zion Williamson have played a total of 10 games together. 
Let's not forget where this team was last season. Even they were just number saying two those in names, the West. Even just saying those names, that's a lot of talent. They were number two in the West. They were number one at one time when they all played together. Now, I know health is something that scares people with Zion. But he is a generational talent. I love Scoot Henderson. He is one of my favorite prospects in the draft. I don't think Scoot Henderson's high side is anywhere close to what Zion Williamson's ceiling is. So I think with Zion, with CJ, and with Brandon Ingram, I don't know how you don't run that back with the potential of what that trio can be. You know, for me, Jay, I'm a, you know how I am. I'm a what-if guy. And in the end, the, the injury bug and the missing of the time scares the living you-know-what's out yes. of Um On both sides, if I'm with the Pelicans, I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know where he's, if he's available. And if I'm somebody trying to acquire him, and what am I giving up to get a guy that may or may not be there? That's that's a tough call. Now, we at the Pelicans, we gave him a deal tied to some stuff. And you mentioned if he came in out of shape, overweight, whatever the case may be, is he going to come in and do all the right things for us to keep him? Is he going to convince us this offseason or this summer that he's a guy who's willing to do all the little things to not only make himself better, but make us better? Or does he like just having the logo? Because there's a lot of guys in leagues, baseball, football, basketball, I'm sure hockey and other leagues, they like the logo. It's something about having a logo. And don't really care about putting in the work to become ultra successful because you think your name has gotten you already that success. So you say to yourself, well, I don't have to do anything else. But what happens is you cheat the system and you cheat your teammates. So am I willing, as a front office executive, willing to put up with that from Zion, whether it's the Pelicans or somebody else? Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. look at Zion Williamson, whatever else you think, I hear every single thing you're saying, Key, that is legit. And that's the real question with him, other than the health. And then the health is probably related to what you're talking about, too. If you take good care of yourself, you're less, you know, it, it, he has not taken the best care of himself, it doesn't appear, and he's also been injured a lot. So, you know, you can link that in your own mind, right? He's played 114 professional games in the NBA, the regular season. His averages are like, he's averaging he's over stupid. 25 points a game, three and a half assists, seven boards, almost a steal a game. If you look at his numbers, he's already at the age of 22. He's already a half step below MVP level uh, uh, offensive production. At the age of 22, he is a lot. But what Keith brings up, Jay, about that thing that turns you from a guy who puts up big numbers to a championship type player is a real thing. So, so Keith, you and I have both been through this. Like, obviously, went through a changing situation. But, like, you know, think about number one and number two in this draft. And we always say, you know, Jaws. What you say he was 22? 22. 22 years old. Uh, Zion Williams is 22 years old. Ja Morant's 23 well, years Zion's old. Zion's 22, excuse Zion me. Zion Williams is 22 years old. Ja Morant's mm-hmm. 23 years old. They're young. They're both 22 and 23 years young, mm-hmm. yeah. especially in this league. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at two generational talents that both, not to get into people's personal stuff because I don't go there, but there have been a lot of decision decisions that have been made where you're saying, okay, look, look, young fella, we need to recalibrate and rethink about this next phase, phase two 
of our career. If you're lucky enough in this league, Key, you know this, you can have multiple phases of your career. But phase two has to be very different. We have to learn from phase well, one because some decisions we made off the court, you have to own, have accountability, but we need to address those and we need to handle that. Yeah. Grown man status to go into phase two. Question but, but about here, that, Keith. I would say. Go, you, you want to ask me a question? I want to ask you a question about that. What you said earlier and then what Jay just said. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed examples of players who come I, in the first several yeah. years? I was absolutely oh, about dang. to say I was literally. <laughs> so you either figure out how to read my brain mm-hmm. or something because I was getting ready to follow up with Jay. I was about to say to you, Jay. I'm just glad you found your brain this morning. Yeah, because I couldn't think earlier. Um, Jay is absolutely right. But when you look at it from an example standpoint, the job situations can be fixed. Those are easier to fix to me than the Zion situation. And the reason I say that, Jay, is because they're different. One likes to eat beignets in the middle of the night. And another guy likes to have fun. The having fun part, you can put people around him and calm that down. You can change that with young guys. We've seen that. But guys that consistently are hurt and out of shape and questions about whether they love it, that really never changes because that's who they've always been and that's typically who they're going to continue to be. I mean, there's countless examples of guys that are out of shape, guys that don't do all the right things. But from the Zion, I mean, from the John standpoint, There's been guys that have had some troubles along the way and fixed it because they cleared out the circle of people. So, yeah, there's examples of it for sure. But, Key, we'll talk about when we come back from break because I want to tell people very quickly where New Orleans went wrong with how they handled the Zion Williamson situation. We got to get into that. We got to play real or not real. We have a full slate, lots of things to do. Thankfully, we have another three-plus hours of show to do it. KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. All right, let's finish this Zion thing quickly, or at least we'll, we'll conclude that thought you had, Jay. We were ta- Key was talking about how you need to fix certain things with Zion uh, in terms of the motivation and that kind of the internal stuff, right? Whether or not he puts up numbers. 
And I and 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 the question now is: Are there examples, you know, in basketball of guys who do that, or is that the exception to the rule? Usually, if that's that guy in the beginning, it continues that way. And you were about to address. Well, this. I think Zion can lose the weight. He just has to be committed to the process. Like he truly, I've seen people lose weight before. If they, I mean, we've all had friends that have lost weight if they're committed to the process. <clears throat> so that's number one. I also think though the way that media hype around, yes. You yourself, Max, Yay! have lost a lot of weight. <clears throat> By the way, you've been having your, your cereal every yes, morning. Protein you've been cereal. very dedicated. Yeah. You have not been indulging with get me the, and seamless every no, single morning. No, get on the elliptical every day. I'm yeah. proud of you. you. Yeah, no, he, he, he certainly, Jay, you're right. He can lose the weight. The problem is, will he be dedicated enough to lose it? We've been talking about this issue since he was at Duke. Too. Yeah, right. right. That's well, the question. Well, maintaining Wait. it, though. Like, he's Wait. lost weight. There's times he's looked chiseled. Yeah. So, yeah. Jay, that's the point. What Key was addressing is the internal stuff. And my question is, have you noticed examples of... Or is it few and far between? Well, wait, can I, can I just finish my quick yes. point, though, yeah, go, on, go, on go, the go. back sorry, end? Sorry. And then I can answer your question for sure. The, the hype around Zion when he came out of Duke, the problem is when you go to a small market team that doesn't have a guy like CJ, which is the reason why they actually brought CJ in, everything revolved around Zion. Everybody catered to Zion. It set the wrong precedent. Right? There wasn't a culture established that Zion went into and said, oh, like this is the way it works. Like here's the pecking order. I potentially could get I could get what I want, but like I, I, it's not me over everybody. And I think that was one of the problems for David Griffin and company when it first happened. Zion got a chance to get away with all this type of behavior. Like not showing up to training camp, like being under a certain weight and all well, they'll just acquiesce because you're Zion and everything's centered around you. And now they're trying to change around how that actually works, which is in the best interest of the franchise when you think about it long term. It needs to be, here's our culture, here's how it's set, abide by these rules, right? Nobody supersedes these rules. You may have more leniency because you are a star, but you have to earn it first. And have you noticed, I understand that perfectly, well put, have you noticed that ever working or often working with someone around who there are questions that Key has brought up, really saying internal motivation questions? Do guys like that actually become championship players eventually, sometimes at least? Because if the answer is no to that question, what's the point in wasting your time, right? But if you think, no, no, I can find examples of guys who have – who have done that over time, they've matured and become championship players, then the juice might be worth the squeeze because he's very talented. So I don't know the answer to that question off the top of my head, tell you the I truth. I mean, I feel like the behavior pattern is already set with certain guys in those situations and it's very hard to change. Yes, he can lose weight and he can get in shape and he can be chiseled and all those things. But the moment that he gets a break, now what are we dealing with? Are we dealing with I'm eating bad. I'm not taking care of my body. I, I don't like going into training as much as I used to. Uh, I want to do these same things that I've always done because that is where my comfort level is. And as an organization, you have to make a decision if that's what you want to deal with. And, and look, Jay said that the culture was different, right? Well, what is he used to? He's used to a different culture. You're trying to now recalibrate somebody's thought process and turn it when they've already been stuck in one situation for so damn long. Now you're saying you got to change. You got to change. That's very hard and difficult to do. I don't care who you are. All right, let's play uh, real or not real. 
betting sure. favorites to land notable players. Nuno. 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 All right, Yates, uh, before we go further, we asked ChatGPT where Zion will land, and this is the answer. Next NBA season, the team that Zion Williamson will play for is the Charlotte Hornets. So take that Ooh. for what you want. I mean, what? Jordan did sign him to the Jordan deal. Jordan brings him back home, too, and then sells the team. That sounds about right. All right, so the first guy we're going to start with is LeBron James. Real or not real that the Mavs – are the favorites to land LeBron if he leaves the Lakers? Key, we'll start with you. Oh, if he leaves the Lakers, Key, you'd be sick. Not, not real. <laughs> when is he leaving the Lakers? He's not a contract. We're not trading. The question is if he was to leave the Lakers. Don't get, don't get sensitive. No, don't, don't, max sensitive. This. don't max this. Just no, answer no, the I, question. I, I just said he's not leaving the Lakers. He's under contract. So, let's, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, not following, he's not following Kyrie. So he, the Mavs would not be the favorites. You're saying not real. They wouldn't be the favorites not, to land him real. were he to leave. Jay, I don't. I don't I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think it would be Dallas. I, I don't. Agree. I don't think it's real. I, I don't know leaving. who it is. I don't know who would be the favorites to land him because uh, somebody have to make a, a a ploy towards his son. Somebody had to like really get him to buy into. I'll tell you, the favorite, the Las Vegas team franchise is not established right. yet. Yeah, there, there you go. go. All right, all right. Next the Las one. Vegas yeah. Athletics. Go ahead. Next one. He's going to play baseball. Damian Lillard, real or not real, that the Heat are the, the favorites to land Damian Lillard if he leaves the Trailblazers. Key, I'll start with you again. Real. I, I think it's real. Every single year, Pat Riley and company, they try to cast a wide net to find a superstar player that's – not happy in his situation, or that they could just pry away because a team is rebuilding or whatever the case is. And I think this, as we continue to go, Jay, it catches steam. So, you know, the thought process, you know how it is, Jay. Once you start hearing, you start thinking like Dame is thinking, hmm, how would I fit in there? They do need me, huh? Oh, it's Miami, it's taxes, ooh, all, all that. So, yeah, I think it's real. Not real. I think Brooklyn would probably be the favorite to land Dame because all their assets, and I think they would throw a lot more assets than the Miami Heat would be willing to do in order to land a guy like Dame to have him next to Mikel Bridges. They have all those wings. They have all those draft picks that they've accumulated selling off Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and James Harden. I think it's real because if Damian Lillard says, but I don't want to go there, then he won't go there. And, and he's already stated his preference is Miami. And at this point— His number two preference was who? I, was Brooklyn. But, but if you're going to move— you got to go for that championship, and that's right. that's Miami. I mean, I'm being selfish. Let's be honest. I'm yeah. being selfish. I'm recruiting right. for myself. All right. We asked a real expert where Dame Lillard's uh, next landing spot was, and this is what we were told. Next NBA season, the team that Damian Lillard will play for is the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, that's probably about right. All right. Uh, last one. Uh, James Harden, real or not? Actually, you know what? I'm going to skip that one. Kyrie Irving, real or not real that the landing spot that he will end up is the Lakers, if he doesn't re-sign with the Mavs. Key? Not real. Uh, not real. I don't think that it's in the cards for the Lakers right now. And they feel like that they got enough based on, you know, what they what they had going into the Western Conference Final, that they got enough. And they if they could add one or two solid pieces, then they're going to stand pat. Yeah, I, I- not real. I don't see him with the Lakers. I, I just see Kyrie Irving staying right there in Dallas. Agreed. But if he were to leave, I would say real because he, all he has to do is price himself under someone like, say, Van Vliet, 
And why would you not take Kyrie Irving? If that's what he wants. Wait, can we ask ChatGBT real quick? Real quick. Next NBA season, the team that Kyrie Irving will play for is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.